So, All right, so. like, I did, I did a little research and shit. And it's funny because, like, just from my perspective, the way that I worded the question, I was like, does New Hampshire welcome black people? That's what I fucking Google, bro. Instead of instead of Googling population statistics or anything like that, I just went, do they? Because I just assumed it was none. And uh, I couldn't find too much. So then uh, I found, like, some of the history and shit. Like, part of the Underground Railroad was there and shit. But 1.1%, uh, my guy. 1.1%? 1.1%. I can see that. I'm pretty sure they elite. Yeah. I mean, well, shit. I feel like to live in New Hampshire, you got to be, like, somewhat elite too you know what I mean so I feel like that's like the, the oldest of money is showing up there but I mean I don't know man we'll see we'll see yeah yeah we'll see I mean well you'll see uh yeah. hopefully you live to tell about it I mean if it's worth it then I'm, you know I might not even need to leave bro or live <laughs> might not even need to live might not even need to live <laughs> yep. oh man just hopefully you don't get caught up in a in a get out type situation and shit like that man so just call me, you know what I mean? You know, I might have to pull up, you know what I mean? Like, team motherfucking SA, you know what I mean? So. Uh, hopefully these white people protect me, bro. That's all to it. <laughs> nah, that's cool, that's man. Nah, they, nah, they bought it out here, man. Like, I was I was driving down uh, down Lincoln Drive, man, and, like, uh, the other day, and it was, like, posted, and it was a bunch of people just out there having a rally with their posters up. A bunch of white kids and shit like that out there to rally with posters up, putting up Black Lives Matter and shit like that. So I was like, damn. Yeah, boy. Yeah, just randomly. And then I just found out that, like, one of my coworkers and shit like that, he's actually about to go to a rally tomorrow and shit like that. Actually, tonight, it's either tonight or tomorrow night. I'm like, damn, dog, that's what's up. I was like, damn, dog, you were, you really riding, dog. He's like, yeah. And I was like, shit, that's what's up. I mean, yeah, man, we got to keep that same energy. We got to keep this shit up as far as possible. I saw today that, uh, uh, just, I can't, I can't really remember her name because Unfortunately, I don't really pay as much attention to it as I want to. But one of these WNBA stars basically was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to play next season because I want to focus on this. They was like, for real. So they interviewed her. I think she was on um, she was on first take or whatever. So that was kind of cool. Is it uh, Chinea Gumake? Nah, it wasn't her. She uh, she playing. Yeah, nah, yeah, it was some other main, chick. She wanted main stars and shit. So. Yeah, it was it was some other chick. But she was just basically saying, like, yeah, like, with the way that the game schedule worked, it's like three games a week. And then, as you know, practices or whatever. And that don't really leave enough time for the movement. So I just want to seize upon the opportunity that I got right now because right now it's in the air. Everybody's talking about it. So we need to make as many strides as we can. Yeah. I'm all the way with it. So, yeah, because we found out a couple, man, a couple guys that actually are going to be playing to see this wall the resumed season and shit like that. So, so far, Avery Bradley and fucking uh, Davis Bertans. Yeah. So, but yeah. I think – you, you can't say Davis and then say Bertans. Like, you got to give him a long A on each one or something. Like, <laughs> you got Davis Bertans or Davis David Bertans. Bertans. <laughs> or David, David Bertans. His name is Davis. <laughs> Davis. Anyway, whatever. Davis. I mean, I got yeah, a last name Davis. for a first name. Yeah, that's so. white people shit, though. That's cool. Yeah. I'm so, um, Jackson Pollock and shit. Um, but yeah, yeah that was Avery Bradley, uh, Avery Bradley. But he said, but his his whole thing, he's got like two main reasons. So his thing is, uh, it's one. Thanks, baby. It's one. Uh, uh, his son actually has like really bad resp uh, respiratory issues and shit like that. So, young boy got like yeah. severe asthma and shit like that. Um, yeah. So he he got to make sure he take care of that. Cause apparently, his son was just sick. So he still ain't really quite recovered yet. So, you know what I mean? 
and he can't bring his son there. And obviously, I don't even know if he even wants to bring his son there. So that's that thing. But then also, I think he's he, no, not at all. So if I'm a millionaire. I can take care of that. No. So yeah. But apparently, he's 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 supposed to be on trying to do some ground level shit too. So I don't know if uh, I don't know if the move is. But I just know uh, LeBron and uh, J.R. Smith. That's what the move yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense though. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, but Jr. Jr. is nice though, man. So I can't, I can't, man. Niggas can't really hold Jr. If anything, though, he got he if got anything, a bad he's rap. streaky. Yeah. If, no, he got a bad rap, but a lot of people been arguing that that's gonna make him more motivated to go up there and show up. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, but Jr. He was consistent as a defender, though. He was consistent though, offensively. Yeah. I mean, granted, he's a stre- he's a streaky shooter, but in terms of just like you know being able to get out there and just guard motherfuckers, like yeah, I mean that that's solid. Uh, <laughs> making smart plays, <laughs> you know, oddly enough, you know, with the exception of, you know what I mean, the fucking, the, the fucking brain fart and shit like that that he had at the end of that one game. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, but I, I honestly, I don't know. That, that's a good move. That, that's, a, that's a decent replacement, I'd say. Uh, defensively, you know, we'll see, but I don't know. I mean, we ain't see JR play in a minute, so. Yeah. I look forward I mean, to he, it. He ain't, he ain't, like, out of it, though. I think he's, like, 33, 34. So he should be all right. No, nah, yeah, um, he's still playing. So he, he, he ain't going. He ain't going to do what Avery Bradley was doing as far as like perimeter defense. But at the same time, you know, you can you can find somebody else to do that. Yeah. So, um. But it's gonna be interesting to see how it shakes out to see how many motherfuckers actually like just don't show up from each team. So. Yeah, but it's gonna be fun to see how many motherfuckers really do show up though, and like really, really show up. Like yeah. I feel like the Rockets is really gonna try to take this shit. I feel like they'd be like, "Yo, this is our best chance, yo." We needed this. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. It's just for the taking too. Especially with like the experiment, you know what I mean? Like yeah, they, no they, home they, court they, advantages, they, like fucking go ahead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, then exactly, man. Like with all this experiment the experiment of the fucking the, the lineup and shit like that, like all this shit, man, like, you know, because it's pretty much reset at this point now, because niggas gotta still come in back and play and reestablish fucking continuity and chemistry and shit. So who knows, man. Nigga, man, somebody might be able to steal one, man. Sixers might actually be able to come through and actually do perform. <laughs> That's what I was saying. So, so you know, I'm like, I gotta mention the fact that it's it's foggy and you're shirtless. Um, yeah. You all right, bro? Yeah, I'm chilling. No, actually, no. I was just, I was uh overdid the workout and shit like that, so I was just kind of just fucking chilling. Oh, all right. shit, so, so. But you might have something on your mind. I want to talk uh, about. I mean, well, I always got well, I've got some things in my mind. But uh, <laughs> well, one thing that was on my mind actually today actually showed somebody brought up uh, it's a documentary that came out. It's called Uncle Tom. Uh, yeah. So it's about uh the plight of black conservatives in America and shit like that. So uh, I didn't see the trailer, but oh, I saw it's like fucking... they're self-identified as Uncle Tom. So that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I know, right? <laughs> I'm completely uninterested, but I'm down. So I saw this shit, and I just saw, like, the reviews that the shit got, but the shit got, like, fucking amazing reviews so far, so. No shit. That's what yeah. all the Uncle Toms get. <laughs> That's why I'm so, not even going to uh, name none of them. So, so this, this is just funny just kind of seeing that, so. Yeah, I was but, talking uh, about self-hate with you last time I spoke to you on the phone. We wasn't on this, John. We was talking when, when I was uh, kicking it with Tom. I was saying, I don't, I, like, hmm, okay. Me personally. I make jokes and shit. I'm a pretty extreme person, but I don't really attack people. At least I don't think so. I don't attack like people groups and shit, like especially based off race and like, you know, 
Yeah, you attack you attack you attack ideas and shit like that. Yeah, know, yeah, institutions definitely institutions and shit like that. Right. You know what I mean? So But I try my so. best not to just attack, you know, people groups and shit based on race and, and shit like that. But um let's say you are that type of individual, right? All right, that's cool. I'm not even gonna really judge you that much. I'm just not that person, right? But now let's say take it step one step further and let's say that the, the group that you attack you actually belong to. Right? <laughs> and let's say that it's one of those types of groups that you can't even leave. Like you just like like I don't like say for instance you a gay hating gay dude <laughs> or you a black hating black dude or you a Jewish hating Jewish dude or you a Christian hating Christian or a Muslim hating Muslim dude like shit like that that to me just screams like I said self hate but just confusion also more more so yeah. than anything fucking confusion so yeah I don't know. well I think I think that's like that double consciousness kind of coming into play right because like you're conscious of the fact that uh, you are who you are as an individual, but you are who you are as a part of, I guess, this race and whatnot. And uh, so I it's kind of like a self-suppression kind of thing. Like you're afraid yeah. that somebody's going to destroy you, so you destroy yourself beforehand. Uh, well, I think it's destroying that part of yourself. Like essentially, just like finding ways to contrast, right? Like the big issue used to be before that. Uh, like I don't know. I used to have a thing in school, right? When you know, I used to you know just chill and just hang out with like some of the quote-unquote bad kids. I used to be able to still get my work done and shit like that. So uh, mm-hmm. I remember that, that used to be like a very, uh, I guess that would be an opportune time for me to contrast myself to make everybody else, you know, make myself look better than everybody else because I could mm-hmm. say, well, all I'm doing is just doing this and this. If you guys did this and this and this like that, then maybe you guys would get the same grades that I would and you guys would be better in school. But it's just like, man, no, no, it just ain't that. I get like, you know what I mean? You just ain't me. And the guys, I got affinity for shit. Not because better than me it's just that i just so happened to fucking <laughs> got the cheat code to this shit like that man i could show you the cheat code you know what i mean and maybe we can all come up together and shit like that but you know that but that's that's progressive thought and shit like that you know yeah. you know you know that's that's not necessarily about you know that i think that thinking when it comes to that obviously like you know there's the whole uh media placement aspect of that shit like that like how like you know niggas don't get paid you know niggas can get co-opted and like you know get paid to be a mouthpiece you know be that black or that colored face that gets paid to say shit that white people can't say because you know white pe- people will get in order to say it uh but also i think it's just that aspect of like you know uh having grinded out a certain position for yourself and uh feeling like because you ground out this position you know you i don't know take almost have a right and also an obligation to point out these things uh to try to be a savior of sorts you know which is uh you know bullshit in itself but you know who am i talking about uncle ruckus right now that's (laughs) uncle ruckus's mentality yeah man i mean his nieces and nephews and they out here running the ruck running the muck man or running the ruck (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) you know what i mean it's it's, it's, it's ruckus park out here on youtube dog Like literally, dog. Yo, it's crazy, man. I see these niggas all on my feed, dog. All these uh, the mega blacks, man. It sucked, man. Cause this one, the one dudes I used to follow before, I used to get like workout advice from them, the fucking Hodge toys and shit. I think I mentioned it before. Yeah, you have, uh, nigga. Yeah, but it's just crazy. You need to stop shouting niggas. them bitch ass niggas out. Uh, go ahead, go I mean, ahead. I don't know, man. Listen, man. I want beef, man. I want to do the celebrity wrestling match. You know what I mean? Even though those niggas both like, you know what I mean, six four, two thirty five. You know what I mean? It's cool, dog. I mean, yo, you, I'm I'll, good, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I ain't touching nobody, bro. <laughs> yo, yo, cool, and I'll dog. be a fucking, it, I'll be a trainer, cool, bro. Cool. I got it, dog. It's I'll cool, be a coach. Bro. We good, dog. I ain't, I ain't going to. 
that's not how I handle it. That's not how I resolve my issues. Nah, it's cool, man. Listen, I sell tickets for you, though. It's cool, man. Listen, man. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta get rowdy, man. Yeah, like we said, like we said last week, man. You gotta let niggas know, man. Listen, you want to do the unthinkable. You gotta get crazy on niggas before niggas, you know, what I mean, to realize that you're saying. So that sounds uh, <laughs> that sounds like just I don't know. That sounds real. <laughs> that sounds real extreme. Eh? I just gotta be I honest. Listen, man. These are extreme times, man. Okay. Okay. Literally, so, literally, well, literally and not literally, but you know. But so, do you still, uh, you still follow these gentlemen? Uh, no, nah, shit finds me sometimes though. So, oh, okay. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, like, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't really quite followed them since they've uh, made a little bit more of an exit from YouTube. But I know when YouTube, well, I, I know why they're doing this. I mean, a few years ago, obviously, like YouTube, they shuffled the. Uh, they shuffled the whole compensation package and shit like that for fucking, you know, YouTube accounts and shit like that. So that kind of fucked them up greatly and shit like that. So they kind of started focusing on their own lane, going out and doing shows. And obviously, you know, with the whole, you know, culture around MAGA and everything like that, you know, that's just been an open market for anybody. And plus, man, you know, uh, you know, people, people, people liked it, like they had their beliefs confirmed and shit like that. And who better than like two fucking black gentlemen? happen to be twins and happen to be funny and maybe you know in, in shape and cool looking and shit like that you know confirm that for you so i don't know it's a service double agents yeah oh, speaking of shows and shit. <laughs> literally double agents niggas is twins so they quadruple agents and shit like that you know what i mean so <laughs> um speaking of shows and shit niggas are asking me if i'm like back at work and stuff and i just think that's funny as fuck because it's like bitch i work at a fucking concert man you don't you niggas notice like we barely <laughs> open restaurants back up yeah do you think we yeah. don't know? So, yeah. Um, for the record, I am not back <laughs> at work. Yeah, I mean, I heard that's like kind of like the last shit to come back, man. Fucking just like uh, concert venues and all that shit like that. I mean, they barely even figured out the restaurant thing. Uh, yeah, I know. They, I know they, they pushed back because like tomorrow was supposed to they were supposed to go into like you know the green territory and shit like that, but. They they requested another week because I guess obviously because shit's been spiking all over the place. So, I mean, there's still yeah. restaurants that have opened up. Honestly, there's a, yeah. there's a couple here and there just based on well, what they can do, like outside seating, obviously. But yeah, yeah, there's I mean, places you can come in and grab some stuff and bounce. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like that aspect. I mean, granted, I, I miss the ambiance of going into a certain place or you know even just on a random night, kind of going into a bar, going to chill and have a drink, chilling, just talking listening to music and shit, you know. I guess you can kind of do that outside, but I guess it's somewhat isolated. Uh, I don't know. It's weird just for, for being forced to get one with nature. You know what I mean? It's more like <laughs> like three or four or five years ago on a fucking Saturday night, you could do a million things. Yeah. You could do like two or three. Two or two or three things. Yeah, so, now you could do two or three. And then you can, you can get in some ducky shady spots, but man, that's probably not where you want to be. So. Oh, that's probably exactly where you need to be. Yo, if any of y'all know about some of them spots, man, comment. Hit me up, real nigga pot. Let me know. Cause I ain't in none of them spots right now, bro. I need to figure out where they at. Well, on that note, we ain't even intro this shit, man. Oh shit. So I'm real, you real, fuck my name, fuck your name. This is another ghost of a real nigga pot. What's up? What's up? How's your day? Uh my day is alright, man. It's cool, man. Great, man. Went to work, came home, chilled, had a nice little run, nice little workout, handled some biz. And now we up here chilling, getting to the, getting to the, the money. 
figuratively. I woke up. I woke up early this morning because uh, Yeezys was supposed to drop his box of barium joints. And then yeah. uh, how to work out? I had nothing. Nothing. But it was yeah. it was great though because they let me uh they let me check out and everything. Put my credit card number in and everything. <laughs> so niggas let you get that far on, and this shit. Yeah, niggas let me. Wow. They called me up on one. They called me up on that one step, and then they uh, like as soon as it was like you know it was like oh your orders being processed, your orders being processed. Bam, your cart's empty, sold out. Bye. Better luck next Damn. time, bitch. Damn, I was like, nice. yo, and I said, yo, it was three hours, yo. I was it was three hours, like, and it was crazy because I was trying to go to sleep. I was trying not to go to sleep, but I had to go to sleep. Like I was falling out trying to keep my eyes open and shit. Had the joint going on my computer, two different browser windows. Had the joint going on my phone, sitting there tapping my phone every 10 seconds so it don't go off. Well, I meant Finally, to text like, you actually, because when you sent me that link, that link was dead. Like, well, it's not dead, dead, but it's, it's their version of dead, right? You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. You know, so, <laughs> so, well, you meant to, but you ain't fucking helped me. So another two <laughs> hours I sat there and, uh, yeah, it was ass. I ended yeah. up buying them bullshit Jordans. That's, Probably gonna take like fucking six months to make any money off of, and uh, going buy some more bullshit Jordans tomorrow morning if I get lucky. Well, I mean, shit, I, man, I, I've seen. Well, you may actually. What, what Jordans are they? Ones or the? No, the Animal Instinct threes. The Animal okay. Instinct two threes. <clears throat> the Jordan three Animal not, Instinct two. Did you get those? Yeah. You got the Animal Instinct threes? No, the uh, Animal Instinct two. Two okay. Well, Ain't no two three. threes. Two what threes. you talking about? Well, <laughs> the three, nah. Yeah, because I remember the, the first one had. Threes. Yeah, 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 but the the, the yeah. second the second threes though. Yeah, the second ones. Yeah, the second animal instinct threes. There they still go. up there. They ain't even fucking sell out. So. Yeah, because they got the what they got like the ostrich print and shit like that, and the the, the they got all too much shit going on right now. So. Yeah. They alright though. They alright. Nah, though. I ain't bad. They gonna they still gonna resell, but it's just the fact that they they fucking opened up at two fifty. So it's going and, and like I said, they're still available. So I can't hope to resell them until they're not available yeah. no more at the very least. Yeah, a few months from now, playing a yep. long game. Yeah. But 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 when you but when you go with StockX though, right? Like you can actually just send them like do you have to do you have to wait until they sell to send it into them or can you just send it into them and then they just whenever they sell, they just send you the check for it? Uh you wait until it sell. But, okay, that's cool. So you you hold on to your stock and shit like that. So that's what's up. Yeah, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't go with them immediately though. I would go through my. I would go through my trouble of putting that shit on eBay or something okay. else. So, all right, something to think about. Yeah. So yeah, I got another. Uh, got another L to pick up tomorrow, and it's funny because I'm spending all this money before my trip, knowing before that it's gonna make me. Enemy. Yeah, knowing that it's gonna make me broke for my trip. But it's all good because I don't want to spend money on my trip. So, nah, sure. Well, you're going to get taken care of. So, <clears throat> I get taken care of, all right. <laughs> In more ways than one, you know? <laughs> so, nah. Shit. But yeah, you heard this MLB shit's about to restart up? Yeah, I saw, man. Niggas made a deal and shit like that. At the niggas yeah, niggas settled on ball. 60 games, man. Niggas settled on 60 games. So, brought these niggas down. <laughs> niggas yeah. was, niggas, I think they. I think initially they were shooting for what fifty games. The, the league was shooting for what fifty games or whatever. Yeah, because for one hundred and ten games. Well, yeah, because the, the players were shooting for a whole lot of games, and the league was shooting for less games because the league was looking at it like, well, we don't want to have to pay y'all niggas for so many <laughs> games because we done lost so many, so much money on advertising and shit like that. 
And these niggas was looking at it like, well, we don't want to play unless we play in this many games because we don't want to have to go out there unless we get pretty much all of our money. So a lot of people was criticizing the baseball players, but I was like, man, fuck that. These niggas exercise, they power. These owners, like the way that the baseball player deal is set up, they don't get more money based off of advertisement. So whatever money that the owners lost or the league lost on advertisement, that shouldn't have shit to do with these niggas' salary. And they make a valid point in saying that. Well, that's the thing, though. So, like, because I know well, I know what the NBA and NFL is, like, kind of like a collective bargaining thing, right? So, it's just, like, you have 100% pot of revenue. Uh, I think with the NBA, what is it, like, 50-50 or some shit like that? With the NFL, it's, like, 64-50, 60, 46-54 uh, or some shit like that. And then whatever that is, then everybody splits that. And then, you know, you figure it out from there. Uh, is, is MLB not like that? Nope. No? Oh, so, nope. shit, this, the number's the number. <laughs> it's just like a number yeah because their shit their shit isn't like contingent upon ad revenue oh, okay yeah you pay these niggas you pay these niggas okay so I, you know because that's the thing because they get a, they, i mean that that season ticket holder shit man is like real you know what i mean so it was no, so many games that, not only that but like even though people talk all this shit about how the league is like not as popular as it used to be and how the, uh, the median age of a fucking baseball fan is like 55 uh, but still, somehow, yet and still, over the last five years, baseball has still managed to make hundreds of millions more money than it's made the year prior to that. So, they still well, I mean, because that's the thing. Look at the median age of the fan. Just looking at the, look at the median income of a motherfucker that's fifty-five. You know what I mean? So that's that kind of just makes sense, right? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. Plus, on top of that, a nigga who fifty-five is, if they going, they most likely taking somebody with them. If it's a grandchild yeah, it, it, or it, a fucking, they ain't going nowhere by themselves. Yeah, they got the season ticket pass and shit like that, and they get that shit. I know people that do that shit. They they got the tickets, they get that shit to their kids and shit like that. They get that shit to just random people and shit, and it's just mm-hmm. keep it moving and shit. So, what a love of the game. So, it's pedestrians like me and shit like that that decide, oh yeah, I just want to go and just go chill and just drink beer and just hang out at a baseball game and just go and buy tickets and shit and you know pay probably triple what the market price is. But hey, that's because I want to go to a baseball game. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. So. so uh, I can't wait to go to a fucking baseball game, even though it's probably not going to be no time soon. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, where are they going to be playing, though? Are they going to be playing – are they going to actually be playing in the actual, like, local stadiums or shit like that? Or is it going to be a thing to where, like, they're going to – Their game is different. Be... Their game is not like basketball. So, they can actually yeah. go ahead and play in a uh, – I think they can Oh, yeah. Play. Oh, yeah, and they're outdoor, too. So, apparently, outdoor yeah. type of shit is actually – like, a whole different game. Yeah. Yeah. So, they say with this this whole, you know what I mean, kung flu shit – <laughs> yeah, plus like these niggas, they stand, they stand like fifty feet away from each other, like yeah, in the middle of action. You know what I mean? So, so. yeah, it's a, it's a completely different nature. Like if you look at basketball compared to that, like basketball, as soon as we initiate that shit, I'm on you, nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I mean, running, niggas, yeah, bumping, yeah, I'm running, everybody, jumping, scratching niggas. You, you know what I'm saying? Jumping, landing Let, on people. Unless you want to be an asshole and like coughing the ball and shit. <laughs> the shit just fly, but oh man, that'd be hilarious. Nigga, 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 hit a like hit a foul on purpose and shit. So the shit just runs, rolls to the side randomly. You pick up the ball just to p- p- hand it back to the fucking catcher to throw to the pitcher, and you just cough on the shit. But that's pretty depressing. That we're in a place now <laughs> in the world where like that matters. Like people actually are fearful of that. Yeah. My mom was trying to tell me, like, oh, the numbers are spiking. You ain't heard the numbers are spiking. I was like, they testing more niggas. 
<laughs> well, more niggas I mean, getting tested. That's what's gonna happen when you test more people. You are gonna get more positive results. So. But that's the thing. Are they are they actively testing people, or are people calling in more sick? Because I, I guess that that's the main that's the main thing I was like thinking about. It's just like the main trick to seeing how like fucked up this shit is is like how many motherfuckers is actually getting hospitalized from this shit. Because I think that's that's the big issue, right? Like, all right, like you know, you know, God bless, rest in peace, everybody that's died from this shit, but. Honestly, I think uh, another worst case scenario with this shit, obviously, if you don't check, is if, man, you one of those niggas that get sick and you get stuck in the hospital for fucking, like, you know, anywhere from three to five weeks in a coma and shit like that. Like, you probably come out and see those hospital bills, man. You probably be like, damn. <laughs> Nigga probably wish you was dead at this point, you know what I mean? So, especially, like, you know, how, how much it costs to be on a fucking ventilator and intubated and all that shit like that. Uh, so, I guess that's the main question is just, like, you know, what's the chances, what's the likelihood of, like, if I catch this shit, if I'm going to have to actually be in the hospital medium term, you know what I mean? So, well, I mean, they was doing a whole lot of niggas, like, a whole lot of niggas was showing up for the bubble for the NBA, and a whole lot of niggas been uh, going to practices for NFL shit, and they, uh, they've they been testing positive less than, left and right, so yeah. it's just not that big of a deal for some people, that's all. Yeah. That's a huge deal for others. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you feel about this narrative of them pushing that, like, it's just, like, like so badly affecting black people and shit like that? Do you feel like that's just, like, a narrative that's being created, or is that, like, something that's probably true? I can see why it would be true, because, you know, obviously, black people, we got a, a fucking shit ton of health issues and shit like that. Who told you that? Uh, see, that right there, that right there, that's the narrative. Fuck that. That's not true. We strong. We gods. We better than everybody else. So, I want some real shit. Even though a nigga's got a whole lot of health issues, I don't think all of those health issues are genetic. I think a lot of those are lifestyle. I think a lot of those are based on how niggas eat, how niggas move, what niggas yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think that uh, we are any weaker than anybody else when it comes. No, to no, that. no. Well, no. I now, think well, well, fit, fit, well, physically, uh, I think you know. Like, I just had to correct you, nigga, because black niggas are stronger than everybody else. So fuck that. I mean, but but, um, but nah, but man, just because you're strong, I don't mean you're not, you're not. Sick, you know what I mean? I'm I not talking about strong muscle, strong nigga. I'm talking <laughs> about strong everything, strong. Yeah, yeah no, but I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, but that, but I don't mean you don't have like underlying issues, man. Like you know, I know, so I know plenty. Everybody I know has pl underlying issues, but I don't I think mean, black people have more than the average individual, because that's what you were asserting just now. And I don't, I don't agree with that at all. And I know, uh, I, I wasn't certain. Say, I wasn't. I know that a lot of people were saying like, oh, black people die younger, which is true. And black people have heart attacks at more rapid rates, which is true. Black people have diabetes more often, which is true per capita, right? Heart disease per capita, which is true. But I'm saying that none of that shit is genetic and none of that comes down to you just being black. I'm saying a lot of those is lifestyle decisions and a lot of those is dietary decisions. So, yeah. But, but, but you're not going to say that a lot of black people aren't affected, affected by that shit, though. What you mean? <laughs> Cause you, I mean, cause clearly, I, but I, I don't think that that comes down to being pre- I, I think that don't. Like that I mean, don't make it weak. That just means that a whole lot of us eat more sugar and eat more fried food than the average individual. That's all. Yeah, but I mean, but that's but that's what I said though. I mean, I, I didn't I didn't say niggas was weak. I just said that niggas is. Well, how would I say? How would I say health? You yeah, said we have a lot of we have a shit ton of health issues. Black yeah. people have a shit ton of health issues. So, so, I, said, so you, I just so said you don't, you don't, 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 don't get it confused. That shit ain't genetic. That shit is yeah. lifestyle decisions. That's what I was saying because I don't want it to be assumed that niggas is weak. And I said that that's the narrative that you was uh, referring to before when you said, 
oh yeah, niggas are saying that this COVID is affecting black people more. How you feel about that narrative? And I'm saying that was the narrative right there. When you say niggas have a shit ton of health issues. Of course, like I said, I know these things, but I don't want it to be like assumed that it's genetic. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, well, it's not genetic. I mean, it's just a, it's a, it's a product of fucking food deserts and <laughs> you know, a lot of other things. You know, I mean, that's going on and shit like that. So yeah, like when you're you poor, you, you know? just can't make the same decisions about your quality of life, obviously. Yeah. But, but I mean, um, no, but I was just saying like, I was just, you, I was just responding to fucking, uh, you saying that niggas have a shit ton of health issues. I was saying, all right, that's cool. I know that, but don't don't let it be confused that that don't make it genetic. And even with the COVID shit, now that should let you know exactly how I feel about what you said, how you introduced the topic with the COVID shit. Audience, y'all can go back and uh, go uh, skip through the confusion and shit. But yeah, okay. I don't so want not So I don't want nobody back. sitting here saying that, oh, because of this, because of the color of your skin or because of this, because of that, because of this. Because, I mean, I do know, listen, I do know that I'm a black person and I do know that because I'm a black person, this or this or this might be different for me, but I'm not going to sit here and assume that I got a weaker heart or I'm not going to sit here and assume that I don't process uh, this thing and that thing the same way dietary. You know what I'm saying? Like those things haven't been proven to me at all. That's all. Okay. So we're going to go back to what they were saying before in the memes, dog. Black people ain't affected by this COVID shit. You good, dog. That's what I'm saying. We strong. <laughs> we good. We strong, dog. We Black built this whole back. fucking world, bro. <laughs> so this nigga tone, this nigga tone hit me up the other day and was like, "Yo, my nigga, I just found out about Aborigines." I was like, "You talking about the true Black people in Australia, the original natives?" He was like, "Yeah, it's crazy." All right, that's what's up. Man. Nah, I remember I had to read this book in college called uh, "Once Were Warriors." Man, I couldn't even finish the book, bro. Because <laughs> uh, it was pretty much just talking about the natives that live in fucking uh, in New Zealand and shit like that, and you know obviously uh, like you know the shit that they're struggling with because obviously like you know their whole society got upended upended from up under them because of like you know fucking you know British colonial rule and shit like that, you know, and all the fucking I don't know it kind of kind of pissed me off man because it was kind of like in a sense it was highlighting like a lot of like societal a lot of the issues that they were having obviously like you know trying to try, kind of mirroring a lot of shit that they have that, that that natives and black people deal with here right with fucking poverty alcoholism broken families and shit like that but that's the thing that kind of pissed me off because it's just like all right so you guys highlight about a lot of this shit but you don't necessarily highlight the systemic shit that kind of led to this shit you know what i mean niggas never really quite Niggas right never really quite connect the dots, you know what I mean? Niggas have a just a dot here and a fucking line here, but they never really quite connect the two, you know what I mean? And I don't know. It always makes this like this 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 presumption that people like aren't really well at adapting or or changing or you know, evolving or getting better and being better and shit like that. Niggas just always just like to put the worst first <laughs> and never really, you know what I mean? I guess what they say, man, they fucking, they, they wish you your accomplishments and they fucking, uh, I don't know, they, they fucking, they fucking yell out your space and they whisper your, comp, your, comp, your, like your fucking accomplishments and shit like that. So I yeah. think that's one of those things that we're seeing. They right announce now, your so. mistakes and they whisper your compliments. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. so here's the thing, right? I used to think, or I'd like to think, let's go that far. I'd like to think that 
certain people don't know the history of the connection and don't know that like it's a direct result of slavery that we have an entire disenfranchised people living in this country in a cycle of violence and miseducation, right? They don't realize that it's a direct result. And they don't realize, like, like I said, like, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this on here, like, you free a slave, you free a slave to go do what? Okay, now you freed him. So now he got to work for you for free because, I mean, he don't got no place, he don't got no land, he don't got no experience, he don't got no education. So now he's working with you, now he's working for you for free. And then a couple of laws changed later, a couple of years later. And at the end of the day, he's been, he's been raised in servitude for two or three generations. <clears throat> he's been raised in servitude for two or three generations. So now it actually is to his disadvantage to get the fuck from up under you. For you to send him across the other side of town with nothing but the clothes on his back is actually not to his advantage because the only thing he had was what you had given him up until that point and the skills that you had allowed him to learn up until that point. But if he don't got your land to practice and exercise those skills on, then he ain't got nothing for the most part. Now, don't get me wrong. It's a little bit more complexity to these issues. But if you can imagine how the ghetto or how the neighborhoods were turned into all black neighborhoods and barrios and all of that shit and ghettos, if you can imagine how those things turned into those things, then you can imagine how those things remained those things until today. Like, but, you know, that's why I said I would like to give people the benefit of the doubt and just think like, oh, man, they just don't know, like. But you know what? Motherfuckers know, bro. It's pretty yeah. obvious. Like, we all study history to an extent, at least in school. We all saw what happened when, like, uh, let's see. I can pick a goddamn whole lot about the fucking uh, revolutions and situations. But we, we can all see what happened when, like, England went to India. We can all see what happened when England came to America. We can all see that they had a revolution. We all studied the revolution. So, like, why did we have a revolution? Because niggas felt like it was unfair how niggas were being treated. Okay, so white people in England disagree with other white people in England because of how they felt like they was being treated. So you think that throughout this whole time that no black people disagree with how they was being treated? You think the whole time they was just chilling with it? Like, nah, but we like this shit, though. Nah, bro, that shit don't make sense. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't give nobody a benefit of the doubt no more. And I think I, that's why I got like so much respect for the uh, white people who like, yeah, we need to fight this shit now because they seen it. They know they dealt with it, but they was just like, you know, it wasn't the popular move before, but now it is. Yeah. Now it's the wave. Um, and that's the only thing. I, 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 it's weird though. I know it's the wave for now. I just wonder how many people want to actually stick around, but then again, I don't know. I think a lot of what I see, what I'm seeing, is like a lot of genuine. I thought it would last, so I'm pretty. Happy. Yeah, no, nah, because it's a lot of like legit, genuine interest in this shit right now, right? You know what I mean? So I don't necessarily think it's just anything that's just. I think it's even beyond politics right now, uh, which I think is cool. I mean, niggas just really want to just not only just right or wrong, but just create a fucking better future and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like niggas say, man, you can have it so much better. You know what I mean? So why not just have it better? Why why just stick with what's the same? You know what I mean? But I don't know, man. Well, that's because it might be really that. fucking great for you. <laughs> and you might not see no reason to change it. Yeah. Hence conserv conservatism or conservation. Or conservation, shit like that. So mm -hmm. but but that's that. Uh you wanna jump into the year to Wayne? La Wayne. Yeah, the Wayne just dropped some new shit, yo. Mm-hmm. 
I uh, saw some shit that was here. It looked like it was like the uh, like what's it called, like the Wheezy Wheezy mixtape or some shit like that. I don't know. I didn't see it. I've been very selective about uh, what I've been taking in lately. Um, uh, but yeah, Wheezy, let me... yeah, Wheezy Flow EP. Wheezy Flow EP. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. I think it dropped this shit. I think you got a fucking album with fucking got some tracks with a little. Oh shit, this, this shit just dropped today. Nigga, what? Training you know, 24 hours old. All right, news. dog. Let's go. Breaking news, folks. Lil Wayne has an EP out. Four tracks called The Wheezy Flow. And the first okay. track on this show is called Multiple Flows. That was wrong. Uh, no, nah, he's got a feature, actually. He's got a feature with Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, he's got, okay, Benny the Butcher. He got Conway the Machine on the track. All right. I'm going to fuck with this. Let's, let's see what this is. I mean, nah, it's a nice little, uh, short little uh, listen to. It's about 15-minute uh, EP and shit, so. This nigga listened to, uh, this nigga listened to plugs that I met and fucking decided to drop an EP real quick. <laughs> That's all. Um, so yeah, anyway, year of the Wayne, you know, not the year of the horse, not the year of the rat, it's the year of the Wayne, despite <laughs> what niggas might think about Takashi and the Um, so I'm gonna do Carter two, off Carter two. Look around, we at war, and you still in preparation. I'm riding for them reparations. No patience. Slow paper is better than no paper. Fast money. Don't last too long. You got to pace it. You got to know that paper. If you got it from a caper, you got to blow that paper. <laughs> got to know that photophobia, no Kodak moments. Feds walls with my pictures on them. Nah, I ain't even in the school yearbook. I don't do too much posing. Got a cool killer look. That's it. He didn't say it like that, but. <laughs> Nigga said, I got a cool killer look. Mm-hmm. I ain't even in the school yearbook. I don't do too much posing. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the joint I got is uh, it's called Can't Miss off the Leak Six. This nigga said, I'm like, if that's the case, I'm going to beat it like Johnny Cochran. I'm a rocket like Houston. I'm leaning. Ain't nothing between me and you but this bikini. Now, can I take it off you? Rub my tongue across you. I do it so right. She called me an author, but I'm just a Carter. Yeah, I'm just a Carter. Straight to the powder. That's what I bought her. Man, I swear, I'm going to make a cheer like victory. Shorty, shorty. She can get <laughs> she can get speared like Britney, literally. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was I was oh, this man. close to doing Pussy Monster, but I was like, <laughs> I break, oh, down the whole house, break down the whole house. Is that the uh, one where yeah. he said? Uh, is that the one where he said like a hill a pussy like Vagisil or some shit like that? Oh, I don't know, man. I can't keep up with that shit. I be looking for specific <laughs> songs, thinking that the nigga said something in the song, and then it don't even be that song. It don't. It don't. Another title that's just like that one. Like I was looking for one song called like Walk from Wayne, and then I, I found Walk It Out, Walk Walk Up, and all these other walks, but I ain't find the one I was looking for. So nah. 
The niggas got the niggas like Elvis, man. This, this, this guy. Yo, 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 I was just about to say that. I just say like, yo, this nigga is literally like the rap Elvis dog. Like this nigga just got. Remember that time we downloaded the fucking Elvis discography? Yeah, you saw how like, many tracks that nigga recorded. That shit was like it was like six hundred tracks. It was like six hundred <laughs> something tracks. I was like, yo, I mean, it was just crazy how many different genres the shit spanned, and it was like, I wrote some of these. These niggas wrote the rest of these. Some of these Johns is this way. Some Johns is that way. It was crazy, but that's what happened, man. When you have a long ass career, yeah, like no. nigga, you asked me if I had a uh, throwaway shit for the John. I'm like, <laughs> no, nah, I ain't got no throwaway shit, but I got about a good hundred something Johns. <laughs> some some Johns, yeah, yeah. I can got, I can, I can go through some Johns. I can find some Johns. So, yeah, like niggas just got Johns, and I ain't even been at it for that long. No. Imagine Johns a nigga like Wayne, day. like. You wake up, you do a track, you go eat, you go smoke, you go fuck somebody or something, you do another <laughs> track. Then you leave and go out and start your day. You have like the most amazing day and then you come home, you do a track. And then like, for real, for real, there's a lot of days in a year and a lot of your days look like that. You're gonna yeah. end up with a lot of tracks. Yeah, a whole lot of, a ton of tracks and shit like that, so. Yeah. And it's just all in the flow. It's just all in the flow. That's how I'm trying to get it. I want to be like Bill Simmons with this podcast shit. I want to wake up and be like, oh, so my dream. This is definitely my top five dreams of all time, let me tell you. And then just get into it. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Top five dreams. But Bill Simmons, man. Did he really catch the smoke like that? Or was, just, nigga, was he just, did he just get a dusting? You know what I mean? The nigga's just... Uh, New Yorker wrote an article about it. Yeah. They, they interviewed niggas that worked for him previously. So that's a pretty hard dusting. That's harder than a fucking, uh, that's harder than a nigga coming at you on Twitter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or when a reputable publication writes an article about you being a racist. Damn. I'm about to say this nigga Van Lathan about to get all the love. No. This nigga Bill about to get Van Lathan like four shows. <laughs> Hilarious. But, he going uh, to give him the show he gave to his daughter and his uh, niece? Or his, uh, nah, nah he going to get that nigga the Bill Simmons podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? This is the Bill Simmons podcast with Van Lee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? We're going to talk up, sports, man. but we're going to talk this black shit. We're going to talk this black shit. We're going to talk woke shit. You know what I mean? So, oh, man. Nah, Van, yo, Van Lee, man. I mean, fucking, I'm obviously, I mean, uh, we'll preview it early. Podcast review, the Red Pill Podcast. <laughs> uh, that shit used to be interesting though, because he used to actually, because uh, he used to work for TMZ and shit. So he was like the black dude with on TMZ. And uh, if you guys don't know who Van Lathan is, he's a nigga that, that that fucking like you know, son Kanye at TMZ that one night and shit like that. So, but uh, he had a podcast called the Red Pill, and essentially he used to just pretty much bring niggas on, uh, talk about Hollywood. And the shit that was going on there, you know, how it is to be black and or white in Hollywood and how shit goes. But the funny thing is the way he used to start all this podcast, he used to say, oh, man, white people clap for this black person I got here. <laughs> white people in the room clap, clap for Tay Diggs. <laughs> so he used to start that shit all the time like that. So that used to be hilarious. That's how uh, I feel like we, I don't know, that's, that's like requisite energy for me. I told you when I was telling niggas that they need to say black power more. <laughs> man, I've been woke since like 06. These niggas don't know. These niggas ain't even want to hear it. My homie uh, messaged me the other day on Instagram. I was like, 
it was, I sent them the, uh, the NASCAR ship of all these niggas standing in solidarity with Bubba. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he was like, do you know about the NWO? I was like, what? I was like, you mean the, you mean the current order that we live under? The fuck is you talking about? Yeah, no, we talking about DCW or we talking about fucking? <laughs> you talking about the government? You talking about the WCW or fucking? The, the, you talking about the fucking... shit that niggas was talking about was going to happen for the last fifty years that been happening for the last ten years? Yeah. Talking about that shit? He was like, oh yeah, it is here. And that was the end of that discussion. Yeah. Damn, man. Hey, that, how, that, you that, about, how you feel about the New World Order being here now? I mean, it's just been here. It's just been here fucking before we was born, nigga. <laughs> Remember, man. Bush, Bush, man. Papa Bush, man. You know I mean? That nigga was president. You know what I mean? We were coming up and shit like that. So, you know I mean? That shit was established already, so. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about the police state and the dissolution no, of rights. And uh, all of the closing of like libraries and schools and to the point where, you know, what the world's going to look like in a year from now when we don't have any real big establishments and we all just like huddle together in caves and shit. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Uh, Very fucked up. Uh, I mean, I guess right now while we still have the freedom that we do have amongst the internets and whatnot, uh, I think we we can do what we can Uh, in terms of fighting it. And niggas is heavily moneyed and pocketed. Uh, but I guess that's one thing too, though, because they say with like, you know, and I guess not to just kind of jump subject, but they say with like Black Lives Matter, right? BLM, right? A lot of niggas been saying that like Black Lives Matter is actually run by Marxists and shit like that. So the niggas that actually are, are leading, like not the whole sentiment behind the movement, but the niggas that actually kind of just like run the organization that got billions of dollars behind it and shit like that. Uh, a lot of these niggas, more invested in fucking just like you know current you know structuring and uh restructuring society and everything you know in a, in a certain way okay but it's funny in because you know and the fbi funded martin luther king so what do we do with that information now then do we distrust the people that are organizing because that's the real question uh i'd say yes and no man because at the end of the day you know how they say it's like wolf of idiots, wolf of puppets, puppets. Because obviously, like you know, they got M O. You know, M O K. They have they have for a couple a couple of reasons. But when they were done with him, they killed this nigga, right? So mm-hmm. they were like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, nah, that's cool. Nah, let's not take it that far. Cool, nice nah, bye. You know, put, put you down, kill him. You know, what I mean, he bought off all his homies and shit like that. And uh, you know, you got the next thirty years, and then now you know you got another uprising and shit like that. Uh, okay. So can we support, so is it, is it possible to support black rights without necessarily supporting the Marxists who support BLM? Well, this is the main thing with America, right? Whenever you fight for rights or whenever you fight for inequality and everything like that, essentially what you're really doing, unfortunately, is that you're actually bringing everything else around it to the lowest common denominator. Uh, The biggest example of this, if you look at like Brown versus the board of education and shit like that, uh, when it came to desegregating schools and everything. And the idea was that, you know, they would change schools and they would make schools better in all deliberate speed, uh, which would end up taking like, you know, 30, 40 years. But essentially what they did is in order to actually make schools better or have be effective in all deliberate speed, they essentially just lowered the bar for everything. So right, and then created private schools that only certain people could afford to go to instead. Yeah, so I, think that. what, but that's so I think that's, but, but that, I think that's, but, that, but that, so, what that did was, that turned it from a race issue 
to an economic issue specifically. Yeah. And then that gave you, like we said about the whole, you know, the Booker T and W.E.B. beef. Niggas got to go both ways. So we have to bake it so that we got the rights to do these things, but then we got to earn the money to actually afford to do them too. Yeah. You understand? So even if, even if, like, even if a person could cite Brown versus Board of Education and say, damn, that was pretty much where we all took a fall as a public school system. Okay, that's cool. But that was where we, it all got equaled out. And then we all had the choice to become private school students. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, yeah. now, don't get me wrong. That's where we have to fight on our own to fix the economic issues around that so that them rights even matter for us, you know, so that we can utilize that shit. Yeah. But yeah, and it's a, it's a, it's a full, it's a multi-tiered attack. Yeah. That's, so that's the, that's the thing. Like when I, like when we, you and I were talking last week, you know, about the whole, you know, shit with the NBA and players coming back and possibly sitting out. The main thing about it is, I mean, the owners in a sense are like, they are, I guess, not necessarily adversaries in a sense, but they, they, they can be assets for us in some instances, but to a greater degree, we need to have that relationship so they can be assets because, you know, fuck a one-time investment, you know what I mean? I need, like, you know, a 30-year investment, you know what I mean, in this shit, you know what I mean? So, uh, so if niggas can, can extract a 30-year investment uh, politically and financially toward, you know, the movement, that'd be great. Uh, but, you know, going forward, niggas need to secure a bag because, you know, shit could get dark and niggas going to need to be able to survive on their own out here, you know what I mean? So, because I feel like even with this whole defund the police shit, I think the the, the way the, the this quote-unquote police state is going to really work out is going to be crazy because you're going to actually start seeing more private police forces and that's going to be a, a, some shit, you know what I mean? That's going to be the fucking crazy part, you know what I mean? So, you know, so the police departments, they may be trained and funded to be a certain way, but just imagine you being in certain neighborhoods and certain counties and shit like that, and niggas have their own private security forces and shit like that, who aren't really accountable to the public like the police are. And Well, firstly, you know, I've been hearing, okay, everybody should be held accountable to the law, right? Even if you work for a private force, right? You should still be yeah. held accountable to the law. Same thing with the cops. They should still be held accountable to the law. Now, the issue is the cops aren't being held under the law, so that's why niggas is like, well, fuck them then. If we yeah. can't hold them under the law, then fuck them down. Now, if you say, honestly, what you just said, I've been hearing a whole bunch of racist white people say too, which is if we're going to defund the police, then you must be okay with all the private militias that are going to get started and all the gangs and the territorial wars. And I'm like, yo, first of all, nah, I'm, not, I'm, up, I'm, not, well, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> all, all right. Well, listen, no, no, no. I'm not saying you're okay with it. Yeah. You sound like what yeah. they're saying, which is yeah. they're saying that if I want to defund the police, then I must be okay with all of that shit. All right. So I'm saying, no, that's fucking stupid because on the one hand, cops are already again, okay? They already killing niggas. So this is as bad as it gets in, in my eyes, right? So either way, this needs to get fixed. Now, if you want to sit here and say, okay, it's going to get worse. All right. For a militia to take place, for a militia to have to happen, that's still somebody in control. That's still somebody's governance. And if those people are still held liable under the law, then they can't be no worse than these motherfuckers who are not held liable under the law. So if there's a private militia, I would only assume that they're going to be operating in a certain place. And in that certain place, you're going to know what the fuck is going down. But either way, if niggas ain't law, if niggas is lawless now and niggas is lawless then, then what the fuck is the difference? We got to make niggas not lawless. That's all. And the thing I feel about it is if niggas is going to be lawless later, at least I won't be paying for them to be fucking lawless. At least somebody else will be funding that shit. 
Because yeah. right now, niggas is lawless, and I got to pay for the shit. Yeah, so coming out of our pockets. Let me get my like money that. back, and then I'll pay for my own niggas to be lawless in my territory. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Man. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think that's one thing. I mean. But we don't want niggas some... to be lawless, though. I'm not arguing no, no, for no, lawlessness. No, 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 no. no. I mean, I, I guess that's not it at all. I think, like I said, like, the lowest common denominator thing, right? I mean, even if you fix the police forces and everything like that, I, my thing was just, I was just thinking about a possible repercussion being that niggas get their own private security and private security just, you know, has their whatever protections they have and they start acting, you know what I mean? Start fucking running reckless and shit like that. Yeah, but why would uh, private security have any more protections than police have now? And if they did, then at least I wouldn't be paying for it, is my point. Money. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess that's the one thing, but, you know. But I'm assuming they wouldn't. So, 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 I'm assuming so, so, they wouldn't. So, so somebody, somebody's paying for it. And I guess my, my idea is that I don't want niggas to even be able to pay for that. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's my, my got, thing. If you, got, if you got money and you feel unsafe and you want niggas to hang out with you so you can feel safer, that's your right. That's absolutely fine, but yeah, but but what, but what I don't want, what I what I don't want though, is niggas that have money and feeling unsafe and just start minority reporting niggas that they think is threats. Bro, That's niggas is pull, niggas is pulling niggas over and shaking niggas down, taking shit, not reporting shit, arresting niggas for years for nothing, right? So, tell me what's worse than that? That's what's going on. Niggas got literal checkpoints in the hood. Niggas getting in the car. Niggas know they swimming with the sharks, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's it funny because I, 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 I watched motherfuckers literally try to justify stop and frisk. I was like, niggas, are you serious? The niggas trying to say like, oh, yeah, stop and frisk work. And I was like, yeah, you that's realize the only like, way we, That's the only way we're going to stop crime in these low poverty areas. The, I was like, literally, it's like, you need to pull over every single car in the neighborhood and take them to jail if they have illegal substances on them or controlled, controlled substances or illegal weapons. And they don't realize that like 90% of the motherfuckers that actually get stopped have no prior record at all. I mean, no <laughs> so shit. So it's like, so so it's really like, yo, you really went out of your day to fucking like, just imagine, man. You're making criminals. Yeah, well, well, you're making criminal. You're, you're 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 making enemies. You know what I mean? So, because you know, if I'm a, if I'm a nigga that's on the way to work, <laughs> and you pull me over and frisk me and hold me and just mad fucking keep me on the fucking ground for a half hour on my way to work. You know what I mean? Like nigga, dog. Like yo, you fuck. You just you fucked up my money. <laughs> you know, just yeah, all the same. Takes- <laughs> That takes me to something I wanted to mention, uh, bail funds and shit. Um, yeah. You know what a bail fund is? Yeah. So yeah. everything that's going on right now, essentially everybody's like donating money to bailing out uh, protesters uh, that got arrested uh, during, you know, everything that's going on right now. Yeah. But one, um, well, for one, they, they these bail funds have been around before this. And although, yeah, getting protesters out is the, uh, the mission and the goal for some specific bail funds. A lot of these bail funds have been around for years and they've been around because, because of the obvious fact that a lot of black people and people of color and uh, low income areas end up getting arrested for things that they didn't do um, and things that they can't necessarily prove that they didn't do or whatever. And uh, so they, they get arrested and they got to fight this case. And as most of y'all know, like, you don't get your court date immediately. So if you don't make bail, you sit in a cell until your court date comes, which could be months, sometimes even years. Um, Mm -hmm. So what the bail fund does is this finds these people, these people, and uh, it pretty much pays their bail so that they can at least go out and gather the resources they need so they can fight their case. 
And then most times, a lot of these times, the cases are dropped and people win these cases. So the money that they paid for bail comes right back, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So it's just like somebody decided, like, in the community, it would be good to have this money sitting around so that, you know, when these motherfuckers are pressing, at least we could preempt this process before yeah. knowing get, that get it's going to fucking so. happen. Yeah, get guys out and then fight that case, not just let guys stay in. And I mean, it's crazy because I don't know how y'all black people operate, but in my family, that's how it happened. Every time somebody get locked up, somebody get locked up, it's always a phone call. What's the name got locked up? We collect the money for what's the name? And it'd be like mainly two motherfuckers that end up having to go down there and drop whatever they've been sitting on for a long time. But yeah, that's how it usually happened in my family. 15 uh, motherfuckers coming together. Yeah, I mean, that's usually kind of been the case. Uh, I mean, I remember I had a situation with one of my cousins, though. His bill was just so high that we couldn't do nothing about it, man. Because <laughs> it was just it was just that crazy. It was just like, dog, what are they charging this nigga with that, like, literally costs, like, <laughs> this much money just to get this nigga out and shit. But, I mean, you uh, only got paid 10%. It, 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 well, nah, yeah, but it was the whole situation, bro. I mean, yeah, 10, 10%. 10, all right, I'm, I'm going to just put the number out there. 10%, 10% of, man, fucking, you know, 300,000, man, is a lot of money, dog. <laughs> 30 racks 30 racks dog I mean 30 racks you know what I mean year, that's a year's income to a exactly. lot of people I know exactly dog so that's that's a lot man so and it just sucked because he had to sit for that shit so so sucks but Word. that's but uh yeah man that's just weird I think should have hollered at a bill fund <laughs> well I mean back in those days that information wasn't really quite as <laughs> prevalent oh, yeah, as me, now. So let me tell these niggas out. We got a Philadelphia so, Community Bail Fund. Philadelphia Community Bail Fund is one that I know that's reputable. That's been around for a long time. Um, there's also a Philadelphia Bail Fund, but Philadelphia Community Bail Fund is the one that I actually did a little bit of research on. So yeah, so check so that out. It, with this idea is like, can the, can this go like a step further? Really? So like outside of even just the bail fund, I wonder if just like the legal fund. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's out there too, but kind of working well, hand of, in hand. Uh-huh. Go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say a yeah. lot of these bail funds are really, really um, underfinanced. So most of them don't have more than five, 10 employees. Yeah. Just trying to, just trying to get up grants and shit. Yeah. But, but I guess like kind of like with the current, with the current state of the system right, right now, right. I feel like there's an opportunity, especially with as much money as these bail funds are getting for like protesters and everything like right now. So I figure like a good way to kind of combat and even break the system is where, where like, you know, if you bail out every person that, that gets like, you know, locked up, uh, be it, you know, def- definitely unjustly, uh, shit, and even justly too, right? And then like essentially you have a bail fund where you have a fucking legal fund where you actually get like top-notch lawyers to fight all these cases. Because that's the thing, like, like when you look at the level of convictions like amongst like, you know, like colored folks, you know what I mean? A lot of times these convictions just come and like a lot of these plea deals just come because motherfuckers don't really have the money for a lawyer to really go to distance, you know what I mean, in court, you know what I mean, with the prosecutor, with the state over these charges and shit like that. So a lot of times, man, you got a lot of motherfuckers like, you know, that's really just get processed. Yeah. I mean, a lot of motherfuckers, they, they just, they just scared. You know what I mean? Niggas, niggas get, you know, they get picked up, they get showed this much time and they already in there. So it's just like, fuck, man. <laughs> I don't have the money to get out of here and fight this shit. So man, fuck man. Maybe I gotta take the lesser of two evils right now and just fucking like, you know, just just eat this eat this fucking meatball and shit like that and just, just take this time, whatever time they're giving me, just so, you know, I don't fucking set me and my fucking family back, you know, 
all this money and like you know years worth of fucking salary and shit like that and all this shit like that too right uh but i'm thinking like you know with everything that's going on now if the state had if the state in these cities had to fight every single case you know what i mean i feel like a lot of these convictions like would actually start to fucking like you know end up being a lot lower and a lot of times they probably throwing out throwing out a lot of these cases um uh, it's, it's bullshit, man. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the shit that motherfuckers are actually getting arrested for, man, doing time for, man, is is, is really bullshit, man. And <laughs> I mean, and the thing is, man, putting niggas in jail isn't really solving the problem, man. It's actually creating more problems, man. Because man, the recidivism is a fucking big thing, man. And the thing is, like, jail culture. I think, and I hate to say it, but jail culture, in a sense, is actually permeated street culture and shit like that. You know what I mean? So. And I think that's one of the biggest issues that niggas are fighting now. You know what I mean? Because niggas come out of jail with a certain mentality and essentially they bring that shit back into the streets and niggas got to survive in the streets. So niggas bring an even sharper, harsher mentality than that they had when they're out in the streets, out into fucking into the streets and shit like that. So essentially niggas in the streets got to fucking mimic that type of behavior and shit like that. And it just creates this whole fucking cycle of just crazy shit. You know what I mean? So... I mean, that's from like a psychological perspective, but if you look at the prison industrial complex, that's exactly what niggas wanted. Well, that's, that's what they want. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, 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 that was the plan. You know what I mean? That was the plan. And it, it's all working according to plan. And that's the thing. I mean, I think that, that, well, I guess one way to fight that plan, I guess, you know, obviously would be changing the system itself. Uh, I know some states are actually getting rid of like for-profit prisons and shit like that, but I don't know what that's actually going to look like. But yeah, I'm that just completely mean. against prisons in general, personally. But yeah, I don't yeah, know. because I mean, I don't think I don't think putting I don't think locking niggas up solves the problem. You know what I mean? So particularly locking if niggas a nigga in a cage like animal, that ain't gonna help. Yeah, nah. Yeah, I mean, like that that doesn't solve the problem. You know what I mean? The issue is you need to solve the problem. I think a lot of niggas get hung up on this idea of fucking punishment. Like you know, you need to teach somebody a lesson. You know what I mean? I don't know. How about teaching niggas some skills? You know what I mean? How about teaching niggas how to fucking cope with fucking grief and regret and stress and fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> how about teaching niggas skills to, you know, be able to go out there and fucking get money so they don't have to actually resort to fucking illegal activities and shit like that? Or how about, man, better yet, man, is provide more opportunities for niggas to actually go and make money, you know, than man, I have to get a, involved in shit. It's a thousand different models that niggas could take from different countries on how they run their prison systems and how they uh, handle certain... Uh, certain things that we call criminals as far as like drug drug addicts and uh uh people who 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 are um found in like you know the prostitution cycles and and you know stuff like that like a lot of those street crimes do kind of revolve around one another and revolve around you know drug use and drug abuse so yeah so it's, it's a million different ways that niggas could counteract that rather than just locking niggas in cages or you know whatever the alternatives would be like you was talking about training niggas like somebody will argue oh well these niggas can go to jail and get all the training they want they have time but it's like no nah, you know every jail doesn't actually give you the option to do anything productive with your time like every jail doesn't have books and a library for you to go study like every jail doesn't have the resources that it actually takes for you to be like rehabilitated um because that's not that's the purpose a, of these things i know that's the thing it's like what's the whole point of taking me and well, me or anybody in general, and putting them in a fucking environment with a lot of other motherfuckers that got the same problem as I do. You know what I mean? Like, nah, like, you know what I mean? Like, they, they, they usually say, period, man. Like, you know, the, the best way to change somebody's behavior and outlook is to put them in a different situation. But maybe, <laughs> you know, 
you put the nigga somewhere somewhere else where you know a lot better people that can actually be a little bit more nurturing and take care of him and it may actually be something else you know what i mean but you know yeah i saw this but, one job where they were showing these uh these prisons and oh god i think i think it was russia it wasn't russia it was somewhere in eastern europe though and they, it wasn't no violence it was just everybody was solitary everybody had their own room and shit it wasn't like it wasn't even like niggas could see sunlight. It wasn't like they were sicking dogs on nothing. But it was just that everybody was separated. And because everybody was separated, everybody was bored as shit. And because everybody was bored as shit, nobody was doing nothing wrong because everybody just wanted to get the fuck out of there. Niggas literally was like, yeah, I actually liked it in the more violent prisons because at least it was some excitement. Like, it ain't <laughs> nothing going on. So. Damn, so niggas was just literally in solitary confinement for, for however long? Yeah, but it wasn't solitary confinement like how we do it in America, which is a dark fucking box with nothing. No, it was like you have your own room, you got a bed, you got a window, you got a desk, you got a chair. You know what I'm saying? You need some books, we can get you some books. You got everything you need, but we just not giving you, like it ain't no TV. Like if you want to occupy yourself, write down some thoughts or come walk around the grounds, like shit like that. But you're not, you're not like going to just be sitting there kicking it with niggas, feeling and laughing like you at home and shit. It ain't going to be that. Oh, man. That's what it is. You throw niggas in the jail, they in there with their uncle, their cousin. They like, look, man, I can get used to this, man. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. But anyway, so how you feel about this Bubba Smollett situation? Bubba Smollett? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, after getting all the details, I heard that he he didn't even actually see the news. He said it was his team that actually saw it. Um, yeah, somebody from thing. Richard Petty, somebody from Richard Petty Racing, Richard Petty the King, somebody from Richard Petty Racing found it, didn't didn't say shit to Bubba, didn't take it to Bubba, and went and turned it straight into NASCAR. Oh wow! So a white person, because this team's all white, a white person found it, turned it into another white person, and then the story was reported, and then they called the FBI. FBI got 15 niggas on it. 15 <laughs> niggas showed up, said, oh, no, that couldn't have been racially motivated or racially charged because that was just a pool rope from the garage. And then they showed pictures of that pool rope hanging from the garage, and they said that it was there since October. Um, but he said, Bubba, he said the very next day that he had never seen a pool rope fashioned as a noose yeah. in all his years of racing. <laughs> and clearly somebody on his team who was a, you know, an engineer or whatever they call him, a mechanic, somebody on his team who operates pool ropes and operates motherfucking garages and works in a garage, they were alarmed by it, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, because I said, they, I think he said that was the, the one black guy on his team and shit that saw that shit. Because I think they said that they called him and they were like, yo, dog, <laughs> yeah, just to let you know, man, we found this shit here. Uh. The funny thing is, like, all right, so when niggas pull up and when they put, they bring their cars there, right? It's not like, you know, what I mean, like, because the way I, the way I see the situation is that niggas came in that day, they get shit ready, and niggas saw pull up to the car and they saw they saw fucking a noose just hanging over the car. That's just just like, for real though, <laughs> you know, like that's kind of crazy though, like yeah, you know, like like of all of all times or all places for this shit to actually happen, niggas really did this shit, you know what I mean? So. Uh, and then I guess like, you know, they had the whole spectacle when like, you know, niggas walked them out and they helped push his car and shit out there and everything like that. And, you know, cause you know, obviously like NASCAR is trying to, they, they're literally making it, they, they want to rebrand, you know what I mean? So 
never really realized, no, oh, shit, black people might actually like NASCAR. Black people actually like cars. Oh, Who would have thought? But, I, saw, uh, I saw a nigga on Instagram <laughs> about two hours after that shit happened. This nigga had a whole NASCAR outfit on, like, and it's on selfie mode, like, fly as shit. <laughs> fly as shit. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'd like the... <laughs> The skepticism me and me like to think that this shit was like was staged. Uh, I don't necessarily know if even like Bubble was his was name Bubble Wallace or whatever. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he even he actually even like knew he was even part of this. I think that you know what I mean NASCAR probably did this shit because apparently NASCAR they didn't even. You think this was a PR move on NASCAR's part? Yeah, because essentially they 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 brought <laughs> they brought attention to a situation. They show support for it and, and, and you know, uh, well, got, got a viral con- moment out of it. Yeah, it got a viral mo- not, moment, did a con- condemnation of something, and then got a confirmation that, oh, yeah, it didn't really happen. So it's actually fine. It's cool. And then, We're like, not yeah, racist, and neither are any of our drivers. <laughs> it just kept it moving. So, which I don't know, it's, it's still, I don't know, which I, I, I still don't believe. You know what I mean? So, but, you know. But I don't know. It's just, it's just a situation. I mean, obviously, you know, everybody's taking the shit in front of it with it, with it. And like you said, they call a niggas Bubba Smollett and shit like that. <laughs> or Bubba Smouye. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. Honestly, I feel like that's just like a, a, a bunch of shit in a long line of just crazy shit that's, I don't know. I mean, because I definitely think something like this definitely undermines the movement. Uh, I know, like, did you watch any uh, first take yesterday? Will Kane was even, uh, even Will Kane was saying shit. He was like, yeah, this shit's actually going to fucking hurt the movement. Because he's like, yo, because literally this is fuel for the fire for motherfuckers that feel like, you know, that want to deny this shit's happening. <laughs> even if that's they know Will, shit's That's because Will Kane and them same fucking hashtags that I'm in fighting these things. <laughs> he ain't fighting them, though. He is them. He is um, them, you know what I mean? But, yeah, he is them. Will Kane know I mean, what the fuck they talking about. He and they're inciting them same fucking people. So, uh, I mean... No I, 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 like, I just like, like the whole said, listen, just like these niggas said that uh, the looters at, uh, take credibility away from the movement. Same shit. Yeah. Same shit, yeah. This, you think this, wait, 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 no. But I'm saying it doesn't take credibility away from the movement. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying same shit. Just like niggas said it takes credibility away from the movement. No, it didn't. It got attention. Well, I think that's the thing. It doesn't necessarily take credibility away from the movement because I think. It takes know. credibility fucking NASCAR, if you ask me. Well, NASCAR. Obviously, I think Bubba Wallace is gonna actually have a hit from this, but honestly, he's good because I didn't even know who that nigga was until we could go anyway. <laughs> so you think so, you think more black people are doubtful of Bubba Wallace in this situation? No, but I, but I know a lot of people. Were, I mean, I, I know he's gonna be the subject of a lot of ridicule and attacks. Because niggas gonna think that he stays this shit. Uh, so I mean, I, I could think of, I could think of like fifty other things that I think that even he could think of that could actually do a little bit better for himself rather than fucking hanging a noose over his own car and shit like that and calling the fucking <laughs> the authorities on that shit like that, so. Yeah, right. So Probably easier to just win a race. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and even, then, I don't know, but I think one point, one thing is actually, like, interesting, too, that, like, you know, the fact that niggas that have just nooses just hanging around in the fucking, uh, you know, no, but that, that's the thing. Like that. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> niggas said, all right, so all the racist white people have said, you bitches never seen a pool rope before. But all of the non-racist white people have said, yeah, but never tied like a noose. <laughs> you don't need to tie it like a noose to pull it down. Nobody does that. 
That's an extra step that you didn't need to take. And I don't see niggas taking them takes in every mother or taking them steps in every fucking garage that we go to. So yeah, this yeah. was out of fucking order. Yeah, there's a yeah. rope in every garage. There's ropes all over. But nooses, if you look it up, is not just a rope. It's exactly. a rope in a specific way, a very specific way. Yeah, so the fact y'all niggas is versed and y'all niggas in here that know how to tie nooses. Right. <laughs> I don't even know how to this tie well, This well, this efficiently, I mean, that just goes to show you something in itself right there, right? And then obviously, you know what I mean, with the issues that we have right now, motherfuckers popping up, being hung, you know what I mean, but from trees randomly out here and shit like that, you know. No, well, that's not right. Right, said it was like two or three nooses found in Central Park in New York. And the cops, yeah. uh, matter of fact, no, it wasn't in Central Park. He said one was found in Marcus Garvey Park and another one was found in another park. But he said, uh, you know, the cops de- declined to uh, investigate. Yeah. Yeah, man. Y'all, y'all be safe out here, man. <clears throat> man, we are in for exciting times, even more exciting times, man. Yeah. Even more, man. But all right, bro. You want to you want to get to the podcast review, man? Uh, yeah, sure. So, um, so I ain't listening to no fucking podcast this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I listen to the same shit. I always listen to for real, for real. I listen to uh, Odd Couple on Fox Sports, and uh, that's about it. For real, for real. Nah. Well, no, honestly, it's funny because ever since we started doing this section, it kind of forces me to kind of I make a point every week now, just kind of going to just test the waters a little bit, even if it is like something related to something I already listened to already. Yeah. But uh, I usually nah, do, but, but I don't, the thing is, I don't, I don't feel, I don't want to highlight no shit that I don't actually give a fuck about. Yeah. Nah, but, but well, these guys, uh, I'm going to shout these guys out, the Three Ninjas podcast. Uh now, I, I just fuck with them because I used to follow, I follow them on Instagram and shit like that. So, and they do like a, so essentially what it is, like, you know, it's just black anime analysis and shit like that. So, okay. Uh, so, it's just, so it's three niggas just talking about anime and shit. So, but they got like just funny ass memes and shit like that that they post on Instagram. So, uh, oddly enough, I had to follow them for a few months. I actually finally decided to give them a listen. Uh, really interesting production, man. Really cool. Uh, Pretty cool conversations, some funny shit. So you guys get a chance, check them out, shit like that. So, so all of you, all you anime heads and shit like that, what they call them, weebs and shit like that. You know, go out there, man, listen to it, fuck with it. You know what I mean? Let, let, let them know what you think. So, word. Um. Yeah, I got nothing by way of podcast. <laughs> it's I cool, think I've been watching. I've still been watching the NBA storyteller. I think I'm. I went through mostly all his shit and I think I might have like two or three little like two or three minute videos to watch on his job, but yeah, I'm still on that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, another podcast, man. I mean, been checking it out, man. It's pretty cool. Niggas just hit fucking episode twenty. Uh this podcast is TRN podcast. I can't a real nigga podcast, man. So go fuck with those niggas. Tell y'all niggas, tell y'all friends about them niggas. Follow them niggas on Twitter at real nigga pod. <laughs> um yeah you want to get in shout outs yeah let's do it man yeah <laughs> yeah uh, let's just, me, let me kick it off yeah I, I just saw this shit man shit somebody just sent me this shit on the gram and shit like that yo shouts out to this nigga uh killer cam dog lee i mean king joffy joe man this nigga actually is just uh got certified to be a fucking uh a grower 
and a dispenser in uh, Nevada for fucking weed and shit like that. So, shout out to the man. You know I mean, Mr. Purple Haze himself, you know what I mean? Pushing out that pink cushion, you know I mean? Yeah, it's funny that he got his license, like, after he was growing mad pounds. <laughs> I've watching niggas. I've been watching this nigga grow pounds for like a year and a half. Now he just he just got a license. <laughs> exactly. Um. All right. Shout out. Uh. Fucking unite here. Uh, unite here. It's like a movement. It's not even a movement, actually. It's a union. It's a union for restaurant workers because restaurant workers don't have a union. But it's not just for restaurant workers. It's just for like all hospitality. So like hotel people like bartenders, whole lot of shit. Uh, if you in the industry and you want a voice, check them out. They're advocating on a bunch of different levels for a bunch of people who don't have a voice. So, yeah, unite here. I want to shout out uh, Future Publishers of America. Uh, had a really great post on Instagram, I guess on like seven weeks of action and shit like that, of uh, pretty much just giving niggas just like literature to uh, actually get educated and it's kind of cool because it expanded like all types of fucking like uh, different sorts of media. So like books you can read, shows you can watch, podcasts you can listen to, introspective exercises, essays to read and shit like that. Uh, I'm gonna see you show a little bit later. So, but uh, sounds cool. <laughs> it's weird because it's, it's called Seven Weeks of Anti-Racist Action. <laughs> okay. I wish it had a better name, but uh, but nah, it's actually cool, man. Really nice, really good, really pertinent information. No, uh, like shouts out like, them for, for, for actually packaging it, you know what I mean? For packaging it and shit like that, that, that way. So, uh, I'll fucks with them for that. Nice. Um, shout out to Eric Gordon, former uh, six man of the year. Um, he about to bring that fucking fire. The Rockets is about to take this shit. It's gonna be uh. I'm calling Philly versus Houston for the finals. Philly versus Houston for the finals? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's, 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 that's what's up. I fuck with that. That'd be exciting. We're going to bust their ass. But, Hell yeah, uh, we bust the shit out of them, niggas. <laughs> oh, man. That, 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 yeah, that, that's a matchup. That's a fucking dream matchup for us, That man. small ball shit the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, that's a dream matchup for us, yo. Embiid is going to fucking, like, oh, my God, yo. Get 45 every game. Every single game, you know. Uh, who, who else I want to shout out here? Uh, let me shout out to, well, it's like a, a two for one shout out and shit like that, right? Uh, let me shout out once again to B. Uh, shout out his other homie said Fred, just for being on this fitness shit with niggas and shit. So shout out to y'all niggas out here, out here running and gunning and shit like that, getting me motivated, giving niggas some competition and shit like that. So. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna see you out there on the trails and bust your ass again. So it's cool. I'm I'm convinced all the niggas is just scared of me. That's all. I'm just gonna have to go to sleep at night knowing that y'all niggas is like shaking in your little bitch ass boots, afraid of. All right, all right, we get out here. All right, we get out here. We gonna get out here, dog. Listen, man. We, listen, go on vacation. Enjoy your vacation. You know what I mean. Come back, recalibrate your body, man. We are gonna hit the trails, dog. You know what I mean. I'm an everyday nigga, man. I don't got to recalibrate nothing. Uh, let me give a shout out to the mean streets of Boston. Um, I'm about to be up in there riding next week. Uh, not even next week, in like three days. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm Hopefully, I enjoy myself. Hopefully, y'all niggas welcome me well. Uh, I don't got no motherfucking friends in Boston. So, somebody hit me up on that real nigga pod and shit. Maybe we could link or some shit like that. Um, I'm trying to go out there and get uh, – 
get real fucked up one day and then go in there and get on my uh my real formal shit another day and then probably like trip on <laughs> the rest of the time. But yeah, man, hit a nigga up. Yeah, you can be going a good time of year too, man. Fuck with that seafood, man. I'm a vegetarian, my G. Yo, just taste something, dog. Just taste something, dog. I'm a vegetarian, my G. You think I ain't got no resolve? You think I just make these decisions just to say them in my head and not mean them? Nah, nigga. I thought about this. I fucking was like, yo, if I go, I love seafood. I was like, if I go up there, should I try something? And I was like, no, because I'm going to like it. And I'm going to want it again. (laughs) So what it took for me to not do it this whole time, I'm going to have to keep that shit up, bro. I'm going to have to exercise my discipline and shit. Willpower, B. Okay. Yeah, so you so you all in on this vegetarian shit, nigga? I'm taking a vegan commute. Yeah, so oh, so you going vegan with it? I told you, I'm only just cheese and fucking eggs. It's the only thing. Oh, I just cut cheese out. and eggs away. So yeah, that's nah, you, well, you know, you know, they got Beyond eggs now, right? <laughs> I ain't with the fake. I ain't with the fake shit, man. I'm good. <laughs> like honestly, so, yo, I eat like yo, I eat nuts. I eat nuts. You could pause me all you want. <laughs> I eat fucking, I eat uh, cashews, almonds, and pistachios and shit like every day for the most part. And mm-hmm. I went maybe, I went four days last week without eating nothing but that and like, you know, a mixed array of fruit. Um, so just nuts and fruit and shit, right? Four days straight. Felt great. Then I ran out of nuts and I was like, all right, let me get back on some my hot food shit. So I started getting like these uh, vegan dinners and shit. A couple of sandwich, egg sandwiches and stuff like that. The shit that I eat regularly, a couple of salads. But I ain't had no nuts. Nigga, I lost like, this is all for three days without eating none of my nuts. I lost like fucking four or five pounds, which I couldn't afford to lose. I was walking around this bitch like, like Skeletor, bro. Like fucking Skeletor. I had to go buy like four more pounds of nuts and just go in. And then I got like my whole figure back. <laughs> so I'm, I'm basically, I'm surviving off of nuts, babe. I'm literally yeah, well, well, nuts, have, nuts you actually have, have a lot of fat. Man, nuts so. and fruit. Nuts and fruit. Yeah, yeah they got a lot yeah. of fat, but they also yeah. got a lot of fucking protein and carbs. So they actually a balanced meal all by itself. Yeah. Well, I that's a good thing. Sugar. I just grabbed some sugar for some energy and shit from the fruit. Yeah. Okay. So that's cool. So, man, you go on vitamins. Low, you know, my vitamins. You go on, on low key keto on niggas and shit like that. So, keto, vegan keto, dog. That's what's up. It's not because I want to either. It's just. It feels right. It really yeah, it feels, just feels right. Nah, I feel you. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm just too, uh, I don't know, too you accustomed. Cook. Yeah, I cook. That's the thing, man. I cook. <laughs> That's the right thing, here. man. Shit, last night I fucking made a fucking a, a peanut butter soy tenderloin, man. That shit was crazy. Pork tenderloin, man. It was wild. So. Yeah, I'm about to go stay with this chef nigga, and he gonna be so disappointed, bro. Because this nigga didn't cook for me like he didn't cook for me so many times. Man. He know what I love, bro. He gonna be so disappointed. I'm gonna be like, man, that's all nah, good, bro. Just but that's, put that's, me that's up the Brussels good. and the couscous and the asparagus, man. But that's a good challenge, though. I mean, for a nigga that's like you know, for for a a cook. Yeah, yeah. Well, for he's for a, a chef. chef this, yeah, for, yeah. I know he's not even just a cook. Niggas a, a chef. I, I heard I didn't think he gets down. So. Yeah. Nah, he can, he, he'll hook it up. He'll hook it up for a nigga. Yeah. But to try to see if he can actually make something, I was like, all right, man. Like, you know, like, I was watching some shit the other day and the nigga was like, all right, man, I ain't got no meat in the restaurant. So I'm going to try to make something that's a close, close approximation to what this nigga did is he actually made Eggplant. like a, nah, not even. He, he made a, uh, he, he took potatoes and mushrooms. 
I knew it was going to be Dice, mushrooms, bro. That was my next yeah, guess. I just ain't want to jump Dice, in on and you. Dice, Dice him and blended them together. Then what he did is he actually made it into a ball and wrapped it in bacon and cooked the shit. And then, like, you know. So I thought he was wrapping it. I ain't going to wrap it in bacon. I ain't got no meat, but then you're going to wrap it in bacon. Hey, dog, I mean, the flavors, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but it wasn't like it was like a piece of steak or like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, they, they didn't have the meat flesh. But he, he was able to actually take the fucking, like, you know, the potatoes and mushrooms and actually pretty much, like, extract the flavor from the bacon into there mm-hmm. just to kind of get, you know, just to kind of get that same flavor inside of that. You know what I mean? So, so, so like, my mom, she'll, uh, she'll slow bake her uh, steak on top of uh, a bed of potatoes and carrots and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So she brought me she brought me the potatoes and the carrots. And, and I think it was spinach in there, too. She brought me the potatoes, carrots, and the spinach and shit, like, in the Tupperware. And was like... Here you want the vegetables? They do the vegetables and shit. I opened the joint up. And you know how it is when it when it wants to get back to room temperature, all the fat just like turns solid again. So it was just a big layer of fat sitting just on top sitting of all the veggies. Sitting on top of all these like and I'm used to eating food like this. Is how I'm used to my food looking, nigga. I usually go heat that shit up and it just bam, you know, break right yeah. back down again. I looked at it, I was like, Ma, that's all animal in there. <laughs> like that's all <laughs> like that's you got a big giant layer of fat sitting on this. Like, I know that these joints taste good as shit, but these joints is half animal right now. I can't do it, man. I can't do it to myself. It's crazy. See, yeah. see, because you're not even fucking with animal fat right now, right? So just nah. like nothing nothing that's come from, all right. Like, if that. you cook it, like, yeah. if you completely cook it in it, and that's, like, I'm, I'm consuming it. Like, if you boil potatoes, but you boil it in fucking animal fat, so all of the liquid that's in the potato is basically the animal fat. Yeah, nigga, I'm eating animal fat. I can feel that shit, bro. That shit make me sweat different, bro. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I do. I do actually. I'm more sensitive to it now because you know that I, you know, I, I've gone without it for so long. But it's like, like I said, bro, it's like a vegan commute. I've heard, I've heard it referred to as a vegan commute. Motherfucker, start off like, man, I gotta stop eating pork, man. Fucking, I don't eat pork. No, I'm good on that bacon, man. Let me get turkey bacon. I don't eat pork. Then niggas yeah. is like, man, red meat, man. I don't fuck with red meat. I stopped eating red meat when I was 18, by the way, but. Got back on the train later on in life. But, yeah, niggas be like, I don't eat red meat, man. Fuck it. Uh, just give me some chicken, some fish, or something like that. Then niggas get a little bit more classy, and they like, you know, I'm just a pescatarian. That's what I am now. I'm just a pescatarian. I eat I eat seafood, and that's it. You know, I don't eat none of other shit. Then after that, full-on fucking vegetarian. Yeah. Then after that, full-on vegan life, my nigga. I don't even know what gluten is, but I'm about to cut that shit out, too. No, I actually had a gluten-free bun yesterday. Shit reminded me of a fucking biscuit. <laughs> Just imagine. And it's funny because I actually had a falafel. Because I had a falafel burger uh, yesterday, actually. I had a falafel burger on a gluten-free fucking bun. Uh, so I ended up just eating the fucking falafel. Feel like that. He took the bun off and was like, fuck mm. this nasty-ass bready shit. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, when it comes to bread, when it comes to bread, it's all about texture anyway. I feel like bread is just filler. Like, yeah, I, was, I mean, I, I'm not really was, a big fan. Obviously, you know me, man. Like, I, you know, when, when I was working up, I out, up, when I was working out, working out, and gave a fuck about my body and shit like that, I was just going hard on uh, all my proteins. I was getting all my proteins from nuts and uh, chicken and tuna fish and eggs every day. But I would just mix it up by eating uh, saltine crackers. That was my carbs, all saltine crackers. And I love that shit because I hate bread. Fuck bread. 
Nah, I hate bread, but I love PB and J's, especially my 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 fried PB and J's, my 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 pan, my my fucking grilled PB and J's, and then uh, with butter and shit. Well, I, I either use butter, or I use coconut coconut oil and shit. So that's wild. So I mean, you had one of them just with me, man, that one night. So I know you had you. I think you made like four or something. We had to eat yeah. all of them. Yeah, but yeah. Wild. <laughs> no, I'm showing it's good as shit, but you just you can't just be eating shit like that regularly, man. Nah, 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 dog. I mean, nah, shit I can't don't be good for your heart, bro. <laughs> really nah, I mean, nah, not at all. Well, depends, man. When you sw- when you swap the butter for coconut oil, that 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 fucking takes out like seventy five percent of fucking what's wrong with it and shit like that. So, yeah, I'm and, sure that helps. Yeah, I mean, and peanut butter, peanut butter is actually really good for you. It just depends on what brand of peanut butter, peanut butter, because you know, fucking like Jiffy and. You know, all those guys, they put a lot of sugar in their shit, you know what I mean? So what you got to do is you got to go get the fucking store-made, store store brand shit, you know what I mean? Where you actually blend it and fucking, like, you know, chop up all the nuts and shit like that, you know, at the spot and shit like that. So, and you get that. And then, uh, actually, this weekend, man, I just learned how to make jam and shit like that because I was making a strawberry you ever bought that? You ever bought that Reese's peanut butter and you expect it to be, like, hella good, but it don't be? I never did that. I didn't, I didn't know they even sold their own peanut butter. Yeah, nigga, they sell the peanut butter, bro. I, I'd be expecting it to be hella good, but nah, that shit is just regular. Regular peanut butter for real? Yeah. I think, it's, I think it's really just the chocolate. The chocolate that they use is really sweet. So when you, oh, when you eat man. the peanut butter with it. It's the, it's the combination of the two, bro. It's like, yeah, because you could, you could like, I used to I used to do this shit like this. Put it in my mouth, pause. Let that shit dissolve. And mm-hmm. all the chocolate is gone. So now you just got a big mound of fucking peanut butter. And then you just like close the roof of your mouth over your tongue. Like, mm. And then that shit is all like tasty motherfucking peanut butter. I felt like I could just eat that shit. Eat that shit. That shit that they sell in the motherfucking aisles. That's not the peanut butter that they use. It's like a, it's got to be a combination. That's a different texture and everything, bro. Yeah. I had one homeboy. He used to take that shit another step. What he used to do is he would he would do that same thing he used to do, but then what he would do is he would, he would he would take the fucking black wrapper that the shit was in and put the shit on his mouth and put it on his teeth. So that nigga looked like he was missing teeth and shit like that. So Oh no, niggas used to do that all the time, but then do it with the uh, Hershey kisses so you got gold and silver teeth. You got silver teeth, yeah. So Yeah, bro. Come on, where you grow up, man? Niggas wilding. So niggas used to nigga nigga, I'd be riding down the street with my gold teeth with the motherfucking hurt uh with the uh with the little hug bottles on my motherfucking bike. Like, I'm on a motorcycle and shit. <laughs> my motorcycle jump, fucking fucking your wheels up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fucking your wheels up. Yeah, man. A little hood nigga. <laughs> Gold teeth on a motorcycle. Seven years old. Remember Big Wheels, yo? Uh, I never had one, but yeah. <laughs> no, nigga, I had Big Wheels, bro. I had I had Big Wheels. My cut, yo, we used to roll out with the Big Wheels. We was like a Big Wheel gang, nigga. You roll up on another nigga, but the thing was, they were so impossible to stand up out of. Like, you just had to stay set, seated. Like, you yeah. ride up on a nigga, you can't stand up. You got to stay seated, bro. But it's weird, though, because I felt like, I don't know, I remember when I rolled one, I felt like it, you, you. The wheels was, was fucking plastic, so they would just yeah. like. like <laughs> it would, it was, they would slide and shit like that. Shit would get yep. stuck really easy if you was on the wrong surface and shit. So. Yep. And then, and plus, like, like, man. And the like, grass, them Jones would just start turning, like. <laughs> But you wouldn't move and shit. You the shit, bro. So, My bad. Go ahead. And then, like, it, it almost it almost felt like you were just about to like grow out of them, Jones, because you didn't really always you never had really quite enough leg space in that shit. 
not. It's crazy. Why, why was Big Will so fucking cool, but Tricycles was never cool? <laughs> I guess because they had they let you sit back on shit. Yeah. You put your arms up. Right out. And that shit, those just had a bat. Yeah, those just had like a, car, a mini car battery in them, Jones, too, right? Who, Big Wheels? No, they yeah. was, they was, uh, they was a, like pedal operated. Like they oh, was, the pedal jug, the pedal jug. They had yeah. pedals just on the front wheel. So you'd be pedaling that front wheel and just dragging your whole self behind. <laughs> that shit was dope. Oh, uh, man. Those were the days, man. Those was the days, man. So, well, that shit was simple. So, all right, it wasn't man. It was all Let's about get... fitting then. I know. Just hop out, have fun, having fun, enjoying life. Hell yeah. Being your best self, you know what I mean? You had your little broke-ass friends in your neighborhood, and you'd be like, man, you want to ride my bike? It's all good. Here, ride my bike. Remember them days, man. Oh, uh, man. Nostalgia. Oh, uh, man. But all right, bro. Let's get up out of here, man. Uh, got, anything, got, got anything to say to the people for your role, man? I think I only gave one shout-out so far, bro. For real? I thought you gave like uh, I could have sworn we like three each. But nah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, let me give a shout out to uh all the uh the the basketball players, all the NBA players rather, who are like making sacrifices and shit and are actually really giving serious consideration to putting their career on the line for this uh this protest. I'm gonna shout out, uh, shout out to all of y'all, y'all, y'all the MVPs, y'all, re- y'all really making risks. Like, don't get me wrong, there's real people out here in these streets who got real jobs who probably calling off of work to go and do things, or probably even like, like I said, with that WNBA player, just like putting their whole shit on hold to go and do this. But I think that is uh, underestimated how much power uh, rich black athletes have in America, and I really salute the guys who are who are starting to see how much influence and power they have and just starting to exercise it but also willing to exercise it to the point where they might not even have it no more after a while you know what i mean so yeah. shout out to those dudes that are actually making sacrifices in that in that way nah for real no nah, that is actually pretty important but i think that's one thing too is i think uh a lot of a lot of people in media now are actually starting to realize how much power they have and have had and uh, starting to be able to kind of flex it and use it. So, uh, I don't know, man. Shouts out to you guys, man. Like you said, making sacrifices. Uh, so, I guess the main thing is just, you know, let's just see where the movement goes. <laughs> but, thanks. Shouts out to you guys for fo- pushing it forward. Uh, but, I don't know. I guess I got to say, like, another shout out to the guys that, you know, are trying to work it from within. Uh, I heard LeBron and fucking Rich Paul. Or was it uh, Maverick Carter? They actually started like their own new media company or some shit like that. Uh, shit just launched today and shit. I just saw that shit in the fucking Wall Street Journal and shit like that. Uh, so that's mm. big things, man. So. Mm-hmm. And you know this nigga also has been uh making sure niggas is getting uh now I don't I'm not you know I'm not a voter personally. Y'all niggas can kill me in the inbox if you want. But uh, he's been going out of his way to make sure the motherfuckers got opportunities to vote in places. Like he's, he's attacking voter disenfranchisement, like on a ground level, just going to make sure certain communities have enough ballot boxes in the black community and shit like that. Cause they say that voter suppression is a real thing, uh, especially in the black community and people of color. So 
yeah, shout out to him for doing that. That's the way he feel he can help. He got Draymond on that shit. Um, got a couple of different people on that shit. Shouts out to everybody. Yeah, damn. But yeah, shouts out to those guys and also the guys that are actually on the fucking ground level out here uh, fighting, protesting, uh, you know, and fighting on your front line. Yeah, nah, fighting 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 on your front line. Starting companies and, you know what I'm saying? Passing laws, starting companies, having meetings, making moves, connecting people, uh, making changes, writing and signing petitions. it's all types of shit motherfuckers are doing out here, and I love uh, it. Educating niggas and shit like that. Like, yo, seriously, man. So just working – everybody that's working their front line right now, yo, shouts out to y'all, man. So shouts yeah. out to you. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, man, we support y'all. So. Um, I want to give one final shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to the Trump haters. Listen, I don't like Donald Trump. I don't like any politician. I don't believe any politician. But you guys got to stop being clouded by hate. Don't let your judgment be clouded by hate. If a nigga do something that helps you, recognize that the nigga did something that helped you, but still hate the nigga. That's okay. But at least don't sit there and act like the nigga ain't do nothing that helped you if the nigga actually did something that helped you. Now, I'm not referring to anything specific. It's just that I want people to use logic when making these decisions. And I know that you can sit here and uh, you can discount a person, completely assassinate their whole character. And that's okay. That's okay. But if the nigga gives you a cookie right after that, don't sit here and tell me he ain't giving you no fucking cookie, bro. He gave you a fucking cookie. All right? So take the cookie. Call him a bitch all you want, but take the fucking cookie. And don't act like the cookie don't exist. Yeah, because truth be told, man, you know, with the election coming up, man, I mean, we could definitely force his hand on some shit just because this nigga's feeling desperate and shit like that. So, you know. Yeah, as a nigga tries to appeal you, de- appeal to you desperately, motherfucking use that motherfucker. Exactly. So, yeah, <laughs> you make make sure you, you you're willing and ready to use Wolfig idiots and shit like that in your pursuit of fucking not just power, but just fucking equality and a better fucking state of being and life and shit like that. So. Yeah, I think this might be the worst episode so far. It's the best, dog. Every one that you say is bad actually ends up being pretty good, man. Just this FYI, man. So that's good. That's good. So, so. I, dog, I'm perfectly okay with thinking that maybe I just don't know shit. Sometimes I would like that to be the case. In most cases, yeah, it's weird though. I find myself actively listening while we're actually recording. So it's just you know, it's a good and bad thing. So. But I don't know. It's, it's just nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's cool. But on that note, guys, thank you. Uh, this will be out during the weekend. So continue to have a great weekend. Just have a great day whenever you listen to this shit. Uh, be safe. Take care of you and yours. Uh, help somebody. Encourage somebody. But man, mostly, man, take care of yourself. Checking on yourself and shit like that. Your own mental health and shit like that. And then uh, fuck with us, man. Real nigga pod on Twitter and shit. And tell your friends. Tell your friends yeah. about me, bitch. Matter of so. fact, call your friends. Make sure they okay. And after they tell you they okay, subscribe our podcast to them. For real. Yeah, I mean, we out here, dog. Apple Podcasts. You know what I mean? We out here on Spotify. Shouts out to niggas fucking with us on there. You know what I mean? Niggas is following us on Podbean. Shouts out to y'all. And uh, 
couple of the random places I've seen this shit. Yo, South South Australia, man. I seem to be fucking with us a little more, bit more now. So, I mean, shout out to uh, Aborigines. Man, yeah, yeah. You just like put me on, dog. I'm about to actually get into this shit tonight, actually. So, <laughs> my education for tonight and shit. So, but all right, it's past oh. midnight and shit. All right, man. You take my ass to bed, man. All right, y'all. Thank y'all. We'll holler at y'all later. Peace.